stay now. tuned next week next week the outro will be a little different stay right. tuned don't tune up for the outro next week you're listening to the snob os podcast the podcast for apple snobs Yo, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech. And you're listening and or watching the Snob OS show, the show for Apple snobs where we talk all things Apple and then some. Welcome back, everyone, to the latest episode of the Snob OS show. Um, we also want to take a quick moment to thank our Patreon supporters. If you were a Patreon supporter, you would just have gotten this super exclusive content that we just recorded prior to. So definitely head on over to Patreon slash SnobOS and become a Patreon supporter to get access to that exclusive content. With that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the show. We're going to kick it off with the lowdown where we start with all things Apple. First up on the docket, um, we just entered uh, Feb- uh, Black February uh, 1st, which is Black History Month. And Apple is definitely making sure that they provide you with Black history, not only content, but also some um, graphics for your devices. So starting off with the Apple Watch, you can get the new uh, Unity Lights face um, on your Apple Watch, in addition to a special new um uh, Black History Unity Lights band. I believe you have the um, the Unity Lights on yeah, your Apple the, Watch. Uh, I don't know if you can see it. Let's see if I can get that in there. Yeah, so. Uh, I can see a little bit. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> so, yeah, so this, um, uh, so this, um, these, these bands and this um, Unity Lights, uh, Unity Lights, uh, Face watch face um, is Apple's way of celebrating Black History Month and um, promoting Black uh, businesses and innovation, and also amplifying Black voices and showcasing Black creatives. So this is the um, latest iteration of um, of Apple uh, celebrating Black History Month. The braided uh, solo loop that I mentioned that you can get for the Apple Watch is now available for order on their website and it is inspired by Afro Afrofuturism, if I can, that's a tongue twister, um, which is essentially a quote philosophy that explores the black experience through a narrative of science, technology, and self-empowerment. So if you want to get your looks um, off for um, uh, Black History Month, uh, definitely you can go and get that Unity Watch face. Um, and, uh, also you can get some, um, for your, uh, iPad, your iPhone or your Mac book pros or MacBooks, whatever you have, you can get the unity, uh, lights wallpaper by going over to Apple's website as well. And you can download these, um, we'll put the link in the show notes where you can go over and uh, download these pretty cool uh, wallpapers for your phone, um, tablet, and laptop as well. So in addition to these um, 
these, I guess, visuals, for lack of a better word, for your devices. Um, Apple also has some other Black History Month initiatives, as I mentioned. Um, Apple Music is running a campaign around the theme, Music is Healing. Um, Apple Fitness Plus has uh, playlists that promote Black artists, including uh, meditations that focus on themes of gratitude and awareness. Also over there on Apple Podcasts, which is where our show is um, is, is on as well, um, they are um, going to highlight um, specifically Black creators um, in the podcasting space on um, Black history, health, well-being, and culture. Um, the App Store, they are going to um, highlight and showcase apps that enable Black health and wellness as well. Um, and Apple Books, they are also going to stick with that same type of theme of uh, showcasing health, wellness um, in different areas of, in all areas of life. Let me include that all. And over there on um, Apple Maps, uh, users can learn about uh, Black history based on location, as well as um, learn more about and discover Black-owned businesses through curated guides um, and maps. And also over there on Apple TV, they have a collection of curated um, uh, movies and TV shows um, of prominent Black creators and stars. And last but not least, you can head on over to Apple News, um, where you as a user can get a deep dive into the important work of Black journalists that are at the top of their game today, um, along with... um, Uh, reporting and analysis of the Black experiences, specifically from the Black perspective um, through collections and audio stories as well. So pretty much anything that you can use um, Apple for, they have an initiative um, that supports Black history where you can find out information, get content, and also entertainment. So kudos for them for um, keeping it up and expanding it from last year because I don't believe they had pretty much, I don't believe they had all of their platforms um, with some special Black History content. I don't believe. Um, uh, they don't they did it last year. I think it was the first year. Did they year have everything? Uh, not Maybe not across all everything, but they did do stuff on App Store. Yeah. Uh, and the, they did have the watch screens and yeah. stuff last year. Uh-huh. Right. But I think they, they pretty much kind of put some gas in it and put it pretty much across all of their apps and yep. platforms. So definitely yep. get into that. Yep. They did it in uh, Apple Fitness. They've got uh, workouts inspired by Black Excellence in uh, black uh, in Apple Fitness Plus. Yep. Uh, I'm going to need Apple to reach out to uh, another other than the uh, Snob OS cast so they can uh, highlight us on the podcast uh, portion. We would definitely yes. appreciate that. Um, yes. You know, this is something that Apple's been doing for a while. Um, you know, surprisingly, a lot of, I didn't find a ton of um, outlets talking about this. Uh, either the outlets didn't try, they could have tried a little bit harder to unearth this story, or maybe even Apple uh, could have done a little bit more to push this press release or push this news to some of these outlets. Put a Um, commercial out there, maybe? You know, in the same shape, form, and fashion when they send all these products Mm -hmm. to all these vloggers, 
They send all the devices to the tech websites. Show us, show us, show us. Do the reviews, do the reviews, all these things. It'd be nice, you know, if Apple could have kept that same energy <laughs> and pushed this news to some of these tech out. Not to say that they didn't, I don't know, but, you know, this news, you know, um, for Black History Month, you know, I would think tech outlets, outlets in general, would be looking for coverage because mm-hmm. it's Black History Month. Oh, yeah. Apple's doing something. Let's plaster that all on the website. You know, I let's think- send all this out to the Apple influencers and have them post about their new, uh, you know, Unity watch band or band and, you know, or showing their devices like with that. the you know, wallpaper. This is, yeah, this is the type of news that people like us. Mm-hmm. We are looking for content and we have to dig and scratch and scrape to come up with black history content. You would think that companies specifically like Apple who claim that they are doing everything to create diversity and to make, you know, spread awareness and make sure they highlight creatives, you know, well, okay, if that's the case, then Apple, you know, this gigantic marketing company, you know, I'm going to need y'all to do a little bit better to push this news out or, If they did do that, I'm going to need these tech outlets who are always looking for stuff for Black History Month. Okay, Apple's doing something. All right, let's make sure we pinpoint every single thing that Apple's doing the same way they pinpoint every single thing that comes out with the latest iOS 15 update, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, hopefully, um, you know, someone will hear this or someone will get a clue. And again, this is just the second day of Black History Month. They still have time to um, change this up and get the word out. So hopefully they will take that and do that. We are definitely going to do our part to to amplify that information. So we hope that other um, outlets will do the same as well. Right. Next up, um, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Um, There were some patents that were um, announced for Apple. Well, there was another round of patents that came out, 64 to be exact. And the most notable of those 64 are sidewall displays for iPhone, meaning that the perimeter of your iPhone can now, based on this patent, have a display on the uh, perimeter uh, going around your phone. one of my faves, the air, the uh, power, bah, the air power charging mat. They have some new. Um, stop shaking your head. They have some <laughs> new patents for that as well, and I think probably the biggest thing is the sunroof for the Apple Car. So it seems as if, um, based on the inferences that we're making from these patents, is that Apple is going to the car that they're building is going to be an Apple branded car with Apple technology in it, starting uh, with this called Project Titan uh, sunroof system. Um, yeah, so the Apple car has always been Project Titan ever since they, a long time ago. So again, um, Project Titan was a car and then there was buzz that it wasn't a car, it wasn't going to be a car, it was going to be like a bus to transport Apple employees from, you know, wherever, you know, with in and around Silicon Valley to their 
to the to the headquarters, things like that. So then it's kind of spawned off into, okay, well, Apple's now partnered with Hyundai and this person yeah. and this person. Yep. So, but their Apple car, whatever this thing is, it's always been the Project Titan thing. So mm-hmm. while this patent shows that they are working on a car, um, the, the Project Titan thing, I don't think that's any sort of extra indication, but this does, like you said, point out that more so they're going to build a car versus that more so that project Titan is, it is a car. It's not some of the other things that we kind of, it was everything. It's the latter project Titan is everything, whether it be them making a car or not. So, but the fact that this patent points to this translucent sunroof, sunroof where the driver can, can select how much light is let through leads you to believe that they're working on an actual car, car versus right. partnering with another car manufacturer and they're just going to put the Apple guts in it. Right. It looks like it is going to be an Apple car. So just think of currently in most sunroofs, you kind of have like the thing that you can close and open depending on the amount of light you have. Apparently you're going, it's going to be in the glass and you can, either tap some sort of button, some sort of dial that kind of gives you more light or gives you more tint, less tint type of thing. So um, that's pretty uh, much what that is kind of um, alluding to. So that was pretty much the biggest, the biggest three things of, of those uh, patents that, um, that were just um, granted today. So any did you look at any of the other ones or uh the sidewall displays um the only thing i could think that that would be happen um it wouldn't be like a lcd screen i could see it being like a a quick at a glance thing to where you can look and see how much battery you have left just by looking at the side of your phone it would be like a little um thing to let you know the phone calls coming in it could light up you know, around your phone. And show the call or show right. who you're getting a text message from, that type of thing. Right, right. Um, because this is a very you, thin, it's a very thin, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're not, they're not going to make, on there. they're not going to make, unless the folding phone is a thing. If the folding phone is a thing and you got to fold the phone over, then that gives you more screen because you mm-hmm. actually have doubled the size because you got to mm-hmm. fold it. Um, then that may give them more screen real estate actually to take the two sides and make that one screen. I mean, that's the yeah. only thing I can think of. If not, yeah. it would be just like a a field tour that would give you like a visual indication of what's going on with kind your like phone. a status bar, right. if, if if you think of it that way. Right. Um, so, yeah. So I thought those are pretty cool. Um, and I think that's... Yeah, because if you look at it, uh, they they're giving some in the schematics. It has like um, the notific. It has like your text message um, icon. It'll probably show you how many texts you have. A calendar looks like a song title. So if you're playing something, you can kind of look at the side and kind of see what's playing. I think this Apple uh, protecting their IP. They're like, hey, let's 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 get this out here first. So if anybody else does it. They got to pay us some royalties. Right. We claim it. They're all about the money. So, yeah. So those are pretty cool. Um, It's always interesting to see, you know, what they actually patent and what they actually use. Uh, So 
that's always kind of fun to see and to speculate as well. All right, uh, let's head on over to um, Base ID. So in the uh, latest developer um, iOS uh, 15.4 beta, um, Face ID with mask is is on the table. So now, you know, right now, if you try and do your, um, unlock your phone with your face and you have your mask on, it quickly changes to either Pass give code. you the passcode or it pings your Apple Watch if you have one. Mm-hmm. With this option, you will be able to do your face ID with most of your face covered. And what um, the this face ID with mask option entails is it will give you more focus around your eye and forehead. So I don't know, think kind of like retinal scan or just the way your face is mapped. And to me, and based on this article that I read from uh, The Verge, I kind of agreed. It it appears to be more um, secure in the fact that they have to focus on a smaller area. So the points that they have to map to make sure they're accurate when you do your little moving the phone around to kind of map your it face, it has, it has to be more intense. It has to be more detailed and laser focused. So it'll be, it could be more difficult for someone to try and I guess use it because it is a little bit more, you have less real estate to actually scan. So that's uh, one thing. Side note. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> totally unrelated, but a little bit. Uh, me and my wife uh, finally watched the, um, the uh, Netflix movies, the series with Kevin Hart, uh, True Story. Mm-hmm. We finally finished it. And of course, I'm sitting there watching it. I'm like, it don't work like that. There were a couple of parts in the movie to where the dude, the person is trying to get somebody else to unlock their phone. So they hold it up to the person's face mm-hmm. and it unlocks. And I'm sitting there, it don't work like that. You got to have attention and the eyes got to be open and this, that, and the mm-hmm. other. But I just thought that was funny because in the movie, you know, I haven't seen a instance to where in a movie they're trying to get into somebody's phone mm-hmm. and they um, try to use their thumbprint or mm-hmm. even today, you know, with Apple, they try to use their face. So I thought that was mm-hmm. cool in the sense that the movie, the people, you know, doing the movie was like, all right, well, the newer iPhones use Face ID, so you have to hold it up to somebody's face. But they forgot the fact that you actually have to be looking at the screen with your eyes open in order to unlock it. So I thought that right. was funny how in the movie, like on two occasions, the dude, the person was asleep or I ain't trying to give too much up, it mm-hmm. dead. <laughs> and then the person <laughs> was trying to access their phone. They would just hold it up and they're like, and it, it unlocked the it phone. I just want to put that little bit tidbit in there. Nothing to do with the story, but I just thought that was funny. But yeah, I mean, kind of indirectly related because again, you have this eye space and you mm-hmm. have to have the eyes visible mm-hmm. for it to unlock. The other thing um, that it noted in the article as kind of like a reminder is that Face ID, it stores the information, the biometrics on the chip on the phone. Uh-huh. So it's locally to your phone. It's not in the cloud somewhere. It's not in some server that Apple controls. So that instead of kind of using, you know, to unlock your Apple Watch, to unlock it or to enter your passcode or someone can see it or, you know, those type of things, it gives you the, um, you know, the opportunity to be a little bit more um, 
secure. Well, and the in theory, get, I hope that's the case because my thought process was I don't know if I I don't know if I'm feeling this because I like I think I like the security of if I have my mask on, I have to use another thing to mm. unlock my uh, phone or use my passcode because I my my assumption was it's scanning my whole face. Now it's just scanning part of my face. Right. More, less. So I mm -hmm. assume that, you know, the less they have to work with, the less secure it'll be versus the more they have to work with, the more secure it'll be. But the way the story explains it, they have to work a little bit harder with this small amount of space. So mm -hmm. therefore they can get even more uh, accurate. Um, so I guess that's okay. Um, I still kind of like the idea of having to use my watch to unlock my phone because it's just another thing mm. that I need. It's almost like two-factor authentication. Yeah. I need my face and I mm. also need my watch. Yeah. And if I don't have my watch, I need my face and then it needs to switch to my passcode. So that's two things, yeah. <laughs> right? And I think what it, what I'm gathering from this whole thing is you have the option of doing just the face with mask or just using the regular, you know, Face so scan have and have, so you have the option. And based on the way the article read, because it said the face ID with mask option, it it appears to me that the default won't be to use this particular way to unlock your phone. Gotcha. It's just an option if you want to use it. And the other thing is, it's only going to work on iPhone 12 and iPhone 13 mm -hmm. if this makes it to the uh, release candidate. So mm -hmm. right. this won't be for everybody. It'll only be for the the latest two to phone releases. All right, that is it for uh, the lowdown where we talk all things Apple. We are going to head on over to Second String where we talk all other tech. Back in the news for like the second or third week in a row, Wordle is back on our radar. And it's for a... Uh, hmm, I don't know. Some people like it. Some people don't. Um, the New York Times has purchased Wordle from Josh Wardle uh, for a low seven figure deal. That's a million, um, right? Seven figures is a million, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a million. Okay. So um, with this deal, um, I actually saw it, um, his his statement that he made on Twitter about it. Um, and so essentially he's saying that it was a lot to maintain. And I, I told you, I said that. I said that yeah. in one of the shows before. I'm like, look, this is going to grow into too much to handle. And he's going to have to come out of his pocket to or hire somebody or do something more than what he originally wanted it to be. And the for only one way person, it was supposed to be for his wife, the right, one person. Right. And in order for him to keep it going, to to keep the the jerks from cloning it and you know all that support that goes around it he's going to have to sell just to keep the thing going and yeah. fast forward to you know now we've got this story to where he sold it you know he yep. puts out the statements like you know uh, this grew from passion project to this and he makes all these statements that says it's going to remain free but you sold it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying he shouldn't. Have unless sold he, it. Um, unless he got it written. I understand why he sold it because just amount. Imagine it's moves of people playing this now. The server bandwidth, 
the maintenance because you're keeping metrics and wind streaks alive. Just the sheer amount of maintenance that he has to do to keep this up because God forbid it goes down unexpectedly one day people lose their minds. So I get why he's and, and this is a buzz, a buzzworthy, trendy thing in our short attention span minds. So mm-hmm. on top of that, brother was like, Cash Let out. me get this money <laughs> now. Exactly. Before a month from now, nobody's Nobody talking about Wordle. Yeah. And now he's got all these headaches for the small amount of people who are actually That's playing. Left. Because I yeah. guarantee you, come, what is it, February? We got mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. We got all this. We got Super Bowl. We got all this stuff we talked about in the pre-show. You, if you not a pre-show, uh, uh, snob OS patreon you need to subscribe so you can hear all the things all our thoughts about all the stuff that's happening in the nfl we got um nba um um all-star weekend we got march madness coming up you still got the variant and the covid and omicron and new omicron and whatever else you got kids under five now can get the they approved that to get the vaccine you got Politics starting to heat up because midterms is on the way. Midterms coming. Yeah, you got Biden who is deciding whether or not he's going to fight with Russia. You got him deciding who he's going to elect to the Supreme Court. So all these things ain't nobody going to be talking about Wordle a month from now. So he was like, "Yo, let me get my money now while there's some money out there to be got." (laughs) Right. So he says it should remain free. Um, and again, if he doesn't have the legalese in there for this, then he sold it so they can do what they want. And two, he said that he's working with, um, the New York times, uh, game people to keep your metrics. So if you're currently on a streak, mm-hmm. um, they're trying to keep that persistent and maintain that as well. That's going to be tough. And let the, uh, I don't, that's that's going to be interesting to see how they do that because it's web-based. So the only way the game knows who I am is per my IP address, I'm guessing. Maybe some other indicators, but the only thing I can think of, it, it knows who I am because I don't sign. we don't sign in. Yeah. We don't download anything. We don't send our email anywhere. We don't verify with a phone number. So the only way I can think it knows who I am to keep my streak alive is per my IP address. Now, if they're going to, I don't know any, like now my ignorance is showing, I don't know nothing about New York Times. I don't know nothing about New York Times games because word on the street that I've been able to read is New York Times has like a games, an online game section. I don't right, know what they it looks do. like. And, and, that's what's, and that's who's managing this whole process in right. their games. So part. if the New York Times bought it and they're going to roll it into this New York Times games section or work, whatever the case may be. Um, it'd be interesting to see how they keep our, you know, statistics. If, if it's true that the game, New York times games is different than just this web site that we've been using thus far. Yeah. So it should be interesting to see. Um, and my thing is, um, it's the, it's the simplicity that I think has really gotten people in it. You can only play one time a day. 
Um, once you're Only done, you're pretty much done. You're five Only letters, six tries. Six tries. Mm-hmm. Once you're done with those six tries, you know, it's Wait a wrap, you're done. And it's a very simple interface. So my which, concern is- Which in my opinion, is the only reason why Wordle, we're still talking about it till now, because Wordle came out in October. It only mm-hmm. caught heat at the beginning it, of the it, year. Yeah. I, say, say what? I think it, it in January, the beginning of January is when yeah, it really beginning of January when it caught heat. But I think this game has been out since October of last year. So all that to say, with our short attention span, I'm surprised we're still talking about it now. Because again, all the things that I considered. But the reason why I think it is, is because you can't so sit there and binge it for like a weekend or take all your time. You mm-hmm. get, you know, most people probably spend an hour at the most sitting on this thing per day. And then you got that FOMO and you got to wait and you get your you Jones and yeah. <laughs> you get that, get that Wordle, uh, uh, that Wordle, you know, uh, fiend, you know, waiting for this. So that, I think that's the only thing that's been keeping him this long. So yeah. all that to say, smart on him for getting his money. Yeah. And I think they may keep it the same maybe through this year or maybe through the next six months. Then they'll start making the changes because I think I saw somewhere mentioned that their IT team is going to do whatever. So you're going to start right now. Like I said, it's a very simple design. You know, once the New York time gets it, they're going to try and find a way to get you ported over to the other games. Um, You're going to get, you know, maybe ads and, you know, Eventually, you'll get maybe an enhanced version behind a paywall where you can play multiple games. So I think those type of things are coming. They'll keep the free version, you know, where they make. I don't even simple. think they're going to keep the free version. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I'm going to tell you what happened. People are going <laughs> to stop playing it, and the New York Times is like, all right, how do we recoup this one point whatever or two point whatever million dollars we just gave this dude? We didn't just do that to be nice. We didn't do right. that because we just love the game. We was like, all right, we can, we can buy this, this thing and get our money back. Come March, come April, or yeah, nobody's going to stop playing. And they're like, oh, so the numbers are dropping. Numbers are dropping. What are we going to do to, you know, keep this thing interesting? Okay, well, we're going to offer you to play it multiple. And they're going to come with all these schemes. And all these schemes are going to take more programming, which means more money thrown into the game, which means they're gonna have to make charge us more money to get that extra money back. So it's gonna turn, mm-hmm. it's gonna start off s- small, like you said, mm-hmm. and then it's gonna grow and grow and grow to the point to where it's like, all right, we tripping. We need to start charging these folks. <laughs> and then boom. Because we need this money back. <laughs> yeah. They didn't do it because they were nice. They did to make money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's why I say it's one of those things where, um, yeah, I think it's ultimately going to. He's going to charge it to the game thing. and drive off yeah. into the sunset with his. Enjoy with his while you can. <laughs> and I've seen when I was looking uh, for uh, for storage for the show today, there's a way that you can save the game locally to your device mm-hmm. and still play it. So, so yeah, so maybe you want to go and do a little research and you know figure out how you can keep the excuse me, the OG version of, of Wordle before it goes mainstream and the New York Times gets there. But if you do it. that, you'll lose your streak. You'll have to start over. They can't keep yeah. your statistics. Right. So if you download it, you know, using the instructions that they do it, you play it. And then every every day you go back, it's just like a brand new game. You don't see, you know, whatever statistics that they put out there. It's just like you start, you're just doing a word puzzle a day. That's it. Yeah. 
And I mean, what's the honestly, fun in that? <laughs> well, it all depends if they are if they're not able to figure out a way to keep the streak when it moves to the New York Times, you have to start all over. It's kind of like the the same thing. I, I guess. Yeah. Until we change the channel, like we always do, like we yeah. always do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we were able to enjoy this this small moment in time where we were all able to come together as a social conscience and not ruin the game for everybody else, and you know, have fun with it. Even though you have the haters, and even though you have people, I don't understand this. I'm too busy. I can't do this. I don't have time. This is <sighs> stupid. I can't. I cannot stand people nowadays. If you don't want to play it, don't play it. If you don't want to be involved in the discourse, just go over there and do something else. You I cannot don't have to stand. Be in this. I cannot stand people. Even when you don't like something, you got to chime in just to tell people you don't like this or the one I hate the most. Um, I must be a small group of people who have never played the game. It's like, Shut your face and sit there's over a, there. There's billions of people Mind, on the planet. You are not in the small minority, girl. Go, go somewhere. We should, we should, we should make. I see tweets back and forth. Oh, you're you're not the only one. We should make a group of people who've never played. What? Shut your face and sit over there and shut up and let these people enjoy this thing for the time that we have it. Shut your face. Go suck on a lemon and leave us alone. <laughs> All right. Um, up next, uh, Google Messages has found a way to shrink the gap a little bit. Bless their uh, <laughs> They're trying uh, in the blue bubble, green bubble wars. So Google has um, started rolling out iMessage reactions. And iMessage reactions meaning if you... For those of you who use iPhones, you press and hold a message. You have these different reactions. A ha-ha, exclamation points, a thumbs up, thumb, those type of things. Well, if you have a person that you're texting with who is an Android person, it's some kind of weird text that comes out, can't understand it, doesn't make sense. So now um, they found a way to convert the iMess the iMessage reactions, a la called cool tapbacks. Um, to appear on your Android device. It's not the exact same um, look and feel mm -hmm. of what we see as iPhone users, but now um, you will get just in the right bottom corner of the green message bubble, uh, you will see the little circle icon. So instead of seeing, um, I guess I can just run them now. Because um, it's not one to one. If it's you do not a thumbs one to up, one. you may or and, may not get a thumbs up. If you put yeah, so, exclamation points, you may not or may not get exclamation points. <laughs> right. So you'll get basically the face emojis. So if on the iMessage it's a heart, on the Android side through RCS, it will be a smiling face with heart eyes. If it's the haha, meaning it says haha, on the Apple side, on the Android side, you'll get a Face uh, smiley with face of joy. with tears of joy. So, but you don't have to go look. Look, you don't have to go through all these. <laughs> look, let me tell you, this is going to cause more problems than you solve, <laughs> especially for people like me who constantly overthink and overanalyze text messages. I'm trying to read for tone. I'm trying. I'm reading a text message. Do you mean it the way they meant it? And this and that. And then, heaven forbid, here you come with. Uh, <laughs> 
face with tears of joy. I'm like, now I'm all confused. What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) And in the right or wrong context, you can uh, cause more problems with a text message if these little tap backs do not convert over to Android the way they're supposed to, especially how we use text messages and how we use emojis nowadays. You can yeah. do a whole sentence with nothing but emojis and the person convey Ringo, uh, the statement. Yeah. They'll get it. Now, if they're not converting one to one, you send them something and they get something else. Now your whole thing is messed up. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, Terrence is not a fan. Actually, like, no. we gotta even go through all these. The only <laughs> thing I will say is a thumbs up, thumbs down stays the same regardless. So we okay. have two that are one to one. So okay. there you go. All right. That is it for second string, unless you had something else. Um, uh, no, I don't have anything else. Okay. Cool. Let's head on over to For the Culture, where we talk about culture-related things that we care about. Uh, care about. All right. As I mentioned at the top of the show, this is the kickoff of Black History Month. And starting back with maybe our first year, I introduced a segment during Black History Month that I call Teching While Black, um, where we highlight a Black tech innovator. So we're going to keep that rolling for this year to kick off for the culture. And this week we are highlighting Brian Fox. He is the original author and creator of Bash Shell. If you are any type of developer or anyone who uh, uses a little bit more back end of of technology, um, you have used Bash. Um, It's a Unix shell, command and command line. Um, Pretty much, like I said, every developer uses this it's uh, linux based and it's pretty much become the default of any type of developer who needs to use any type of shell script um across operating systems so whether you're on linux whether you're on um mac ios i mean mac os or whether you're on windows it's pretty much the same commands across the board and Mr. Brian Fox was the creator of that. Additionally, he created and built the first interactive uh, online baking software in the U.S. for Wells Fargo. He also created an open source, uh, well, co-created, because I think there was another person on it with him, co-created an open source election system in 2008, which shows that we can do electron, uh, elections safely and securely uh, online. And he also wrote the AMAX for um, Apple II series. Um, So yeah, so he pretty much is the creator and uh, guru of pretty much the basis of uh, all development. um, Especially computer uh, command languages. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. Um, I don't think he's maintained it since, um, what, maybe the 90s. Um, But, uh, you know, it's open source. So, um, so meaning anybody can contribute to it. Right. Uh, but yeah, he is the creator of it. Um, and so if you're any type of developer, software engineer, whether it be professionally, whether it be for a hobby, you have Mr. Brian Fox to thank for that. So especially, uh, especially with this, uh, open source election system he's, uh, working on, or I think if I read it correctly, I kind of looked him up prior to this. Uh, I think he's still working on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is especially now with voter suppression and voting rights and all these things that's going to come up in the midterms, you know, um, being able to standardize um, how we vote 
from now going forward, you know, it's going to be a pretty important thing. And the fact that he's still working on this is pretty dope. Yeah. And the fact that he sits on a couple of boards for voting uh, regulations um, in this country as well. So he's I think this may be his um, you know, latest thing. And when I was doing some research on him, his family is is no um, stranger to um, to creation. Um, his great grandfather, no, his grandfather um, created the Monopoly Man. So the the man who's you know the top hat on the Monopoly, his grandfather created that. I think his dad, oh shoot, I don't want to get it wrong, um, is a, a, a known physicist, and I think he has a brother who is a noted composer as well. So um, you know the Fox family, they got some heavy hitters over there in the innovation space whether it be on the technology side or on the creative side. So big ups to him. And you guys have them all to thank for that. Okay. Uh, in the actual uh, next thing, um, I don't know how much time we want to spend on this because it just really is maddening. But um, during... We, we know uh, what time it is. Yeah, we already know. During the election, uh, Joe Biden made a campaign promise that if he was elected, he would nominate a Black woman for the Supreme Court. Um, if he had the chance. It, yeah, if he had the chance, which he has now because uh, Justice Stephen Breyer has decided to retire after almost 30 years on the bench. Um, and uh, I had some group chats going with this conversation and some people did not like that he said that he would hire a black woman. And I told them, I said, well, you have to think of it this way. A lot of black people, especially black women, um, aren't very trustworthy of this administration and them doing what they said they were going to do. If you think about the way they've handled COVID, the whole student loan situation, voting once, rights, voting rights. Once it was announced that he would be able to nominate someone, everything, everybody just start putting it out. They're putting it out there. And I believe he had to, he had to come out and say that he would nominate a black woman for this because Midterms are coming up. The the Democrats are going to get slammed. So he had to basically calm down and not only major that, people on his constituency to say, you know what, I am going to keep this promise. And, and so he had to make the promise in the first place. In the first because place, because he was talking out the side of his neck right. when it came to this black female base. You know, who got him elected? Where if you don't vote for me, you ain't black and yeah. You know, we was and the crime bill that everybody kind of rightfully so attached him to that kind of led to all of this uh, heavy imprisonment for black, black folks men. who mm -hmm. committed these minor offenses, specifically weed, marijuana, things of that case. So he was faced with all these things leading into him getting elected president. So he had to say, all right, he I had need to, to make them the a solid. <laughs> Yeah. So what uh, black woman Supreme Court uh, nomination. So now that he's in office, like you said, he's got all these other things happening, you know, uh, voter suppression, voting rights. They they can't get that done. They barely can get something together as far as infrastructure bill, all these things you mentioned. So he's like, all right, I need the midterms coming. He's like, all right. Well, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. 
I need y'all on my side. Yeah. Black woman Supreme Court. <laughs> yeah. And he and I again, he had to come out with this statement. People are like, well, I don't think it it's it 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 puts a damper on it because it only puts them, you know, the square focus on them that 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 they were nominated because of their race and their gender. I'm like, first of all, no. Because any black woman who is even anywhere near near the this, ability to be considered for Supreme Court is a beyond exceptional. I mean, beyond exceptional, more exceptional than anybody that's probably sitting on the Supreme because Court of the now. challenges and because of the because, hill they had to climb to get there. Right, right. So they're qualified. Trust and believe they're qualified. So it's one of those things where. He had to make the promise. He had to then come out and make an announcement that he was going to keep his promise. And so now you have all these people, oh, it's un-American, blah, 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 blah. But Reagan said that he was going to nominate a woman. Mm -hmm. The former guy said that he was going to nominate a woman to mm -hmm. take um, our, our uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg seat. Mm -hmm. So the only difference is the black that's in front of the woman now that has people losing their absolute minds and or or showing us who they really are they either I mean, losing their minds or showing us what time it is which is why i don't get in arguments about stuff like this because right i know what time it is i ain't got I don't, I don't have to argue yeah. or explain or plead or have you trust that these women are qualified we know what time it is this is yeah cover for how you really feel right because again any black woman who is in any type of situation to be nominated is trust me highly qualified and uh highly capable and what's going to be the interesting part is is once they get to the confirmation stage the people who are saying that it was un-american to say it was going to be a black woman Every question they're going to ask is going to be solely around their gender and their race. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about abortion? How do you feel about everything? Every question that someone who is against not these the American black women, questions, <laughs> right? They aren't going to ask jurist questions. They're going to ask pointed questions around gender and race. Had you know it been anybody else, like anyone else that was confirmed, which is fair. strictly juror stuff. Honest, honestly, I expect that. I don't know what kind of questions um, uh, the homegirl got asked. Uh, we know they all asked of the her to name the five something about the five elements of. Something like basic stuff you learn in like elementary school. Cheating. Right, right. Uh, you, your boy Brett Kavanaugh. You know they grilled him on being a a a, 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 a jock in college versus you know all the things. So it's par for the course. Yeah. Democrats grilled the Republicans on stuff that may or may not had anything to do with Supreme Court. So mm -hmm. I can imagine the Republicans are going to grill. Um, the Supreme, whoever is the nominee on things that have nothing to do with Supreme Court stuff, right? The difference is, are the, in my opinion, are the Democrats and or Biden going to push as hard to get this Supreme Court person in as hard, equally as hard as the Republicans did 
to push these last two Supreme Court justices in. If they do, then, I mean, what happens, happens. My only problem is the Democrats, you know, did this whole, you know, and try not to make this a political podcast, but personally speaking, you know, uh, Democrats do do a lot of um, trying Acquiescing. to- Yeah, to, to, to play the centrist role, and it's just not working. So mm-hmm. grow a pair, push this lady through, and go on about your business, because that's yeah. how- politics as we know it today is ran so run it how politics as we know it is ran (laughs) stop trying to take the high road the republicans don't have no high road they railroaded garland merrick out when president obama had what 18 months for uh, obama to acquiesce to that which leads to the whole the the centrist thing it's like come on man play the game i'm more mad at the democrats than i am at the republicans republicans are They've shown who they are and they've always shown who they are. And the Democrats seem to have some sort of altruistic notion about themselves. There is no altruism. This is, this is a freaking game. And (laughs) if you want to win, you got to play the game. You got to get a little dirty sometimes and, and do like, because again, you're trying to be the moral code when they rammed Kavanaugh through. Which he wasn't qualified for. Amy Coleman Andy. Barrett. Did you say her name? Because it just popped Who? in my head. Did you say her name already? Uh, I okay, said I couldn't think of her name. And I didn't yeah. want to, <laughs> surprisingly, I didn't want to say, oh, I knew the dude's name, but I didn't know the lady's yeah. name. I just couldn't yeah. think of it. So now yeah. that's her name. Amy Cohen Barrett, I think was her name. Yeah. And they tried to do like the initial thing too. I'm like, get out of here. She <laughs> is not Ruth Ginsburg. Sit down somewhere. Um, and so they railroaded him through. They pushed uh, Amy, uh, what you said, Coney Barrett, Barrett Coney, yeah, through in like sixty days or something. Because all you need is uh fifty one uh votes. They rammed her through right at the end of uh the former guy's term. Which, so, uh, which I think the, that's the reason why. What was the guy named who's retiring? What's his name? Uh, Stephen Breuer. Breyer. He retired in enough time. And pretty much through the Democrats alley-oop, it's like, look, the midterms are coming. (laughs) Y'all may not win enough seats to push me through later. So do it now. So hopefully the Democrats pick up on the hint and do it again. If they don't, that's going to, um, it's going to be a snowball effect for the Democrats going forward. So I think this was a coordinated effort. I think it was a coordinated effort because we saw what happened with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ruth Bader Ginsburg cannot talk today. She stayed, you know, as much as I appreciate everything she did, honestly, to me, she stayed on the bench too long because that seat that she had has now gone conservative. When she sat on the bench and she did so many amazing things on her time there, but because of Which these lifetime appointments, right? Because of these lifetime appointments, people don't want to give up that power. Which is a terrible idea. Yeah, and terrible it idea. They us. need to change that. I don't know what you do to change that, but somebody needs to bring it up to where these. Even same thing for the senators. Obviously, these long multi term term they need term limits. If they have a term limit on a president, they should have a term limit on, on the Supreme other Court. They should well. have term limit on these senators. Because the way it's working right now is not working for everybody. It work it only works for the people who are in power, which 
defeats the purpose of democracy in the first place. But, but I, that I, was the but that was the whole point, <laughs> right? But now that we, as a society, allegedly have progressed from when the founding fathers came up with all of this stuff, I don't think they ever thought that black people would be free to even think this far ahead. But the rules of of old aren't appropriate for now. You have well, the state of California. You have the state of California with, you know, 40 million people in one state, that's more than, you know, probably 10 or 15 states, and they still get the same representation right. as, you know, these smaller, you know, states. So it's it's one of those things where what worked then is is most certainly not apropos for where we are right now. So Which is contradictory to the Supreme Court in the first place, if you ask me, because they're trying to stick to what was in the Constitution when clearly what was in the Constitution when they founded America shouldn't have nothing to do with what's going on right, right now. But again, right. you know, that's a whole Because you have to do amendments, laws have changed. Yep, that's a whole other thing hmm. that we won't get into. But all of this to say, um, we already knew what it was when um, this time was going to inevitably come. He couldn't not nominate a Black woman or say he was. And he can't um, afford uh, to to not. It, it, either way, you know, he loses. He'll either lose, cost the Democrats the election, which I think that's probably already on the line because it's a hot mess. When you add in everything that's going on with, um, with the voter suppression. Um, so he was either going to lose the, the election going forward or he was going to lose the the support so uh, he didn't i mean there wasn't really any other option for for this and again i think he was forced to making the statement because of the lack of progress that they've made with their agenda thus far so he had to had he just nominated her without saying it it still would be a problem but we wouldn't have all this time to talk about it because we don't know who it is so but we already know, have to work twice as hard and sometimes three times as hard to get, you know, half as far. So that's where we are. And um, I don't think we're surprised by any of it. On that note, um, let's head on over to the hookup to see what we have going on over there. Right. So, uh um, Apple released uh, watchOS 8.4 last week, uh, and then they turned right back around and released 8.4.1 today, I think. Uh, they really didn't say what was the reason or what 8.4.1 was to fix. Personally, Prior to 8.4.1, I was having a problem with my messages syncing up across my watch, across my phone, my iPad, and my Mac. Of course, if you use iCloud, I'm sorry, if you use iMessage and you use iCloud in conjunction with that, keeps all your read messages, your sent messages, all that stuff in sync across your devices. I was having a problem with that sync until I updated my watch to watchOS 8.4.1. So that may not be Apple's official reason for putting out this latest release, but mm-hmm. I'm going to say that's what after, yes, after updating to 8.4.1, if you were experiencing a messages sync issue, 
with iMessage across your devices. For me, now I don't have that issue. So if you are experiencing those issues, you might want to update to watchOS 8.4.1. So that is my hookup for the week. Cool beans. And as we always say, always update your devices when a new update comes out. Just make your life easier and do your updates. With that being said, we are going to wrap up the show today. Uh, definitely thank you for listening and or watching. And you can uh, support our show by going to download, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. You can also hit us up on social media. We're at SnobOSCast everywhere. That includes Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also head on over to YouTube and um, be sure to like and subscribe to our channel, SnobOSCast. Also, feel free to leave us any comments or suggestions or thoughts on anything we talked about or anything you want to hear about. There are a couple ways you can do that by going over to our website, snobblewestcast.com, or sending us an email to snobblewestcast at gmail.com, or by joining our Discord chat community, which the link is on our website as well. You can also financially support our show by becoming a Patreon supporter by going over to patreon.com slash We have two tiers, a $3 a month tier, which has access to live show early and access to exclusive content. And you also have um, our $5 a month tier where you get also access to exclusive content, access to our live show taping, um, audio feed for exclusive content early, and access to our very special Snobbish channel inside of our Discord community. You can also head on over to paypal.me slash if you want to give us a love offering. And that is our show for this week. We definitely want to thank you for tuning in and we will see you next week. Before we cut off, um, yes. I'm going to make sure our website is updated. So at the end of shows, when I'm pretty sure people are tuning us out because <laughs> we're running through and telling people where they can find all the information going forward, I'm just going to say go to snobboscast.com and get all the information on where to find the show, how you can support the show, how you can reach out to us because all that stuff is on the website. If not, I'm going to make sure it's on the website. So we can uh, shave some time off the end of the show and save us some headache of having to read all that. So from now going forward, we're going to say, look, go to snobboscast.com, find out how you can download, listen, rate and review, support, give us money. And then I'm going to start to say, okay, uh, where you can find us? Because like Nikki mentioned at the top of the show, uh, she was on DTNS uh, doing her Taking My Black segment uh, next week. Uh, I'm going to be on the Mac Observer show uh, with Charlotte Henry to talk about if Apple is doing enough for Black History Month. Uh, so me and Nikki got some other stuff going on besides Snob OS. So we're going to say, look, go to the website. Uh, what are you, where are you going to be this week? Uh, Nikki's got some things going on. I've got a whole nother podcast that I do, uh, the Tech John. So we're going to start to promote <laughs> some other stuff. And by the way, uh, do all these things to support the show. So I just dealt with my little blurb for this week. So <laughs> stay now, tuned. Next week, next week the outro will be a little different. Stay right. tuned. Don't tune out for the outro next week. <laughs> right. So now we can 
do the peace. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Have a good one, everybody. See you later.